Welcome to another episode of the Nashville Dads. This week, we talk about planning kid birthday parties, the anxiety of baby fevers, and emergency room trips. We hope you enjoy. Okay, so let's see. We're trying to do our two basic questions of, since the last time we met up, was something that brought you joy? Yes. And something that was more of a frustration than you thought it would be? Um, I'll go first for something that was a joy. So in January and February, we have an insane two-week period. So Magnolia's birthday is January 23rd. Our wedding anniversary is February 2nd. And Holly's birthday is February 6th. So in the span of two weeks, we have two kids' birthdays. We don't even, Valentine's Day, get that out of here. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like Valentine's Day, we look up and we're like, if we haven't proven that we like each other (laughs) after two kid birthday parties and a wedding anniversary, (laughs) Valentine's Day, you don't stand a chance. Like, So we did a birthday party for the kids, for the girls, yesterday. We try to do a joint birthday party, if we can, to get away with it, as opposed to doing two separate birthday parties. Did it the, work? Magnolia just turned four. Holly will turn six. We feel like it's probably the last time we can get away with it, because I feel like it's more about whenever they get their individual friend groups. Yeah. Like, Holly has all of her friends at school, but she still has some of her friends from, like, her preschool, which is a preschool Magnolia still goes to. So, like, Magnolia's familiar with those friends, yeah. so we can still blend those friend groups. But, like, in a year or two... We probably can't. Holly will be too much like, no, these are my friends, not yours, Magnolia. And I'll be like, well, they kind of are. So yeah. I can't really argue with you. So, yeah, we did uh, some bouncy houses. Oh, cool. Maybe In the backyard? Like, uh, no, we did. So the daycare that Magnolia goes to, they let us rent out their gym and rent out some bouncy houses. So That is cool. Yeah, they do bouncy house stays every once in a while. Huh. And um, so they gave me the contact information for the guy. There's maybe like three families, including ours, just kind of hanging out for like two hours. But yeah. yes, planning a um, birthday party for a four and six year old is pretty fun, I guess. <laughs> Heck yeah! So because you get to be a kid again, you get to be a kid again. I did not jump on the bouncy houses. What? Though. I, Why not? I don't know. Maybe because I'm too big. I would have been I the first one on there. All the kids would have. I feel like I would have accidentally hurt a kid. Yeah. You know? Well, so my friends Jason and Michelle had a bouncy house. So it was one of those bouncy houses where you can climb up and. Like, like go down, down a water slide yeah, this as cool. well. And me and my friend Aaron Hall, uh, we got in there and started playing with the kids. And one of them got hurt. It yeah. was actually the birthday boy. Fantastic. <laughs> my uh, So since I'm 6'4", I feel like whenever I walk, my knees are basically this close to hitting a kid either in the chest or in the nose, depending oh, yeah. on the height of a kid. You're the perfect height. <laughs> yeah, so me jumping on a bouncy house would just be like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break a kid's nose just by jumping. <laughs> I don't want to do this. But what about what about you? What's uh since last time we met up? What's something that's been fun or enjoying or t- um enjoyable? Enjoyable for me, well, not being sick. Oh and yeah. I'll get into that as being something that's been sh- super stressful yes. as well, but uh Ada's getting to that point where she's really starting to like look at you and smile and laugh and oh man, I love it. Just it- her looking at me. And then having that grin of just, that's my dad. It's so cool. Whenever your kid starts to actually have reactions and you can predict the reactions a little bit, it's yeah. such a, it's a really huge connection point. Yeah. You, I, I feel like, yeah, Josh does so many big smiles whenever we make eye contact with them. 
whenever you make eye contact with something or someone and they smile at you, it's a very connecting experience. Yeah, you feel really good. Fun. You feel good inside. You do. Whenever a baby looks at you and smiles, because there's so much, um, there's so much purity to that smile. Yeah. Like it's just such a pure, innocent, happy smile. Just being like, you're here and I'm here. This is great, man. This <laughs> and is you're a always good hoping time. that they are smiling instead of looking at you and crying. Yes, that's true. Oh God. Did I do something or do you, uh, uh, has, look scary? Has Ada had many? I feel like Josh will have, or every baby has like bipolar moments where like Josh will scream himself to sleep and then he'll laugh in his sleep. I She has never You've done never it. You've never experienced She's, that? She smiled once or twice in her sleep. Okay. But as far as crying herself to sleep, again, once or twice. Oh. She basically just wants to be happy before she goes to sleep oh that's cute <laughs> you're like if you got a good vibe going i'll just nod out man yep <laughs> yep could. she has to be just copacetic and stress-free like usually after a bottle yeah and yeah but she will not go down if she is angry or fussy i mean that's fair if i'm angry i don't sleep very well yeah 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 me neither yes <laughs> but no yeah josh will like sometimes think he'll like cry and then fall asleep and like kind of like cry a little bit more and then we finally get him to settle down and then he'll just be like asleep and you'll see her. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And I'm like, are you, did you plan? Like, I know you're, you can't be malicious. You can't be mean. You're only like five months old. But like, did you what? just scream in my face and then laugh at me afterwards <laughs> after I had to calm you down at the same time? You might have. You might have. Yeah. It's pretty or, funny. Or he's having some really funny dreams. I think sleep. he's laughing at me. That's oh, really okay. what. <laughs> That's my assumption here. Yeah. No, Ada lately has been like she'll fall asleep and then wake up crying yeah and then you have to soothe her again Mm -hmm. and then she'll fall back asleep and it's mainly like having her pacifier she really wants to sleep with the pacifier and as soon as that pacifier drops out then she gets all fussy yes ah does the how's her ability to like grab stuff she's doing really good nice yeah so in her little play gym things are dangling down jangling down um it's got like little hoops and, and stuffed animals. So she's That's actually fun. grabbing them. And then she'll grab her passy out of her mouth and hold it. And then she'll put it back in her mouth. Really? Too. Yeah. Josh is a big fan of grabbing it, pulling it out of his mouth, and then being like, where did that go? <laughs> and I'm like, you, we had it, we had this set up, man. You were good. <laughs> You're the one doing this, man. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm projecting a lot onto my baby, I, as you can I tell. I can tell. I can tell. No, she's also, uh, Ada is also grabbing Haley's hair. Oh, that's yeah. not fun. No, yeah, she's she's just now starting to put it up in a bun, so like it's out of the way. You can't grab it anymore. Uh, yeah. Whenever Josh is a really big fan of grabbing Heather's hair, and whenever I go to take him, I literally I grab him like underneath the armpits and I hold him so Heather can then detach yeah. the hair. Yep. Because they're I think yeah the first couple months I would be like oh here I'll grab it and I'm like oh no I just ripped out some of your hair. <laughs> this is not a positive experience for anyone. Yep. So yes, I like grab him and then I just stand still while Heather yep. like readjusts uh-huh, and make sure exactly. she's not about to have her scalp ripped off at the same time. Yep. That's that's happened to me, or I will be the one that's trying to separate separate her hair. And you're like kind of holding with one arm, and the other hand's kind of like trying to pry open a death grip from a baby hand (laughs) at the same time. The stressful thing for me in these past couple of weeks goes along with the um, her just getting over that sickness. But man, she was she was sick for she still has a cold, but almost two weeks now two That's, full weeks yeah very beginning she was it was rough it was really scary um weren't sure what it was we had to go to the doctor like three times did she like spike a fever or was she just really mucusy she was well 
really mucusy and coughing yeah at the very beginning and then i think it was that friday or saturday the the week after she initially got sick she started to spike a fever and it was that it was actually that saturday because friday we found out she had an ear infection as well so she spiked a fever really lethargic yeah then would scream her head off we were like i don't know what to do we were giving her the medicine giving her tylenol prepping her bed up we uh would go into the shower for multiple times for a good hour or so with uh with all the the steam yeah the steam going that seemed to help out quite a bit but man that night that she spiked that fever and like was lethargic and like could barely keep her eyes open i was like we were both freaking out it's a pretty scary moment yeah first time baby getting sick man i don't wish that on anybody (laughs) no it's not very fun um and there's not really like there's no version of that story that should be like you were cool and calm and didn't think it was that big of a deal whenever your baby is that little and they have a fever i think once the personality changes whenever i get worried yeah because like a kid that has a high temperature but they're still like babbling around and like talking and acting i'm like oh cool you're just you're spiking high right now but whenever the kid has the high temperature and they have the glassy eyes i'm like do we need to go to the emergency room? Am uh-huh. I overreacting? Am I caring for you well enough? Like, what? How do I, how do I make you be a little bit more yourself? Because you clearly are feeling really bad right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yeah. We so that night we actually had to call um, the the doctor's hotline. So our doctor has, I guess, a phone number that you can call, and somebody on call will will call you back. And they called us back. We told them everything, and she was like, just stay calm and if the the temperature is still there after about 24 to 48 hours then go to the emergency room yeah if tylenol doesn't touch it correct yeah she was like just keep doing what you're doing um because we tried everything (laughs) and she was like just keep doing what you're doing check her temperature constantly if it goes down that's great then you're good and the next morning it was going down like we took it I think every hour to to two hours just to be on the safe side. And and it was a drastic uh, decrease. That's good. So, but man, just hearing her like coughing and having that mucus and wheezing. I can't think of any time in which I would be wheezing and it'd be a good situation. Like, I don't know someone who's like, they wheeze when they breathe. And I'm (laughs) like, yeah, man, they're getting it. They're they're doing something right with their life. Well, I have asthma. Yeah. So, I mean, since I was five i think and i mean i had it really bad back then had nebulizers would have to take every four hours like my mom would come to the school yeah and i'd have to go to the nurse's station and and take a breathing treatment so knowing like having those asthma attacks and wheezing and not being able to breathe that well i knew what she was feeling yeah like i hate that for you yeah of course but what about you (laughs) oh man um planning kids birthday parties feel like i'm not as good of keeping up with details as i used to be i feel like whenever like there's a lot going on i feel like more um it takes me longer to sort through and make sure i've communicated everything correctly yeah where it's like okay cool how many people have you invited how many people have said yes i'm just like i know i have this written down like my wife and i have a slack channel in which we created slack for our relationship and we have like, multi- I think I've talked to this before. You have. We have like multiple chat rooms of like what's going on. So like I have a Slack channel of like who has said yes, who, how many people are coming, what all do we need? Like I've communicated everything, but still like I'm like, 
feel like five years ago, whenever I didn't have three kids, I would have been able to like know all of this off the top of my head. And it just feels weird to be like, no, I feel like I'm writing stuff down and I still feel like I'm not communicating stuff or I'm not like um, accounting for everything. Not yeah. that I'm not communicating, but like I feel like there's still some angle that I haven't accounted for. Does that go back to the parent brain fog? Maybe, maybe <laughs> a little bit, but I don't know. I'm also the type of person who assumes there's some angle I haven't thought of. Or there. I, I like to be intentional. I like to consider things. Yeah. So I think what comes with that is assuming I haven't considered everything. I feel like that's how you, I feel like that's a characteristic of a considerate person is I always think there's more they should have been considered about to yeah. some extent, you know? You're just a good guy, man. Trying to be decent, you know? <laughs> but yeah, that's like not even that bad of a thing. More just the reality of being older and having three kids. Yeah. And more just like, oh man, I feel like I used to be quicker mentally. I feel like I used to be able to be like, I feel like at the whenever we got done, on Saturday, after we cleaned up after the party, God picked up the bouncy houses. I was like, I'm legitimately tired, and it's only like 1.30 on a Saturday. <laughs> and I'm like, I sh- should I have more energy than this? No, I probably shouldn't, but am I just now realizing that I have, that my energy level is not what it used to be? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I am. you do have three kids. Yeah, it's true. you're getting older. Ah, oh, crap. Yep. Time part waits of, for no man. That's right. It's part but, of being old. Uh, not as bad as having a sick kid. Um, you've, uh, luckily you've never had to take a kid to the emergency room or like a baby to the emergency no. room. Have you? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Who? Uh, Magnolia. She had seizures whenever she was born. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a hereditary thing in my side of the family. Do you have, I you? had seizures whenever I was born. It just happens like in your first year of being alive or like first week really where you have seizures and then they like never replicate themselves again. But wow. so it's wow. called like fifth day fits or something like that. And uh, basically, on like the sixth day of being alive, you have seizures for like 24 hours and you go to the emergency room. So it's how I was whenever I was six days old. It's how Magnolia was whenever she was six days old. That is insane. Yeah, it's really fun. It's a great time to be six day old as they have seizures. But um, I mentioned that because whenever you go to an emergency room, uh, my mom told me, which was really helpful, mostly what doctors are doing is ruling out what it can and cannot be. So like they did it, like I think they did a CT scan. They definitely did a spinal tap. Like they run your child through so many things just to see yeah. what's not wrong, not necessarily what is wrong. And to it's not a fun experience to yeah. have your kid go through multiple, what feels like an invasive test for a six-day-old. Yeah, um, but I'm glad you hard. avoided the emergency room because she might have had to have a spinal tap. They might have had to do like all these scans on her just to be like, hey, what's not wrong with her? Because we, we have to figure out what's wrong, and that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah. glad you didn't have to go to the emergency room because stuff is, um, not that it's about control, but like everything stops being in your control. Then you basically say, I don't know what's wrong with my kid. Can yep. you help me to a doctor? And the doctor goes, cool, let's start all these tests because that's how I find out. And oh, then you're like, but I don't want those tests. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be yeah. in this situation. I mean, so Ada just got her four-month shots. Oh, yeah. Like the week before she got sick. And man, she did not like those. No, Josh did not like his hormone shots either. Mm-hmm. He was very... oh man, she was screaming, and yeah. she we have a little uh, deer with a, a pacifier on the end of it. Yeah, just clinching that. Seriously, oh, oh, she was just clinching it with pain. That was her coping mechanism. And it oh man, it just hurt my heart to see that. So I can I can't even imagine a spinal tap. Yeah, they make you Ooh. leave the room. Oh, they do. They do. Okay. Yeah. They, Cause, they know. Cause they, they know yeah. it's going to be a bad you, situation. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that. No. They were like, hey, we're going to, we have to do this. So if you guys want to go to this waiting room for a couple of minutes, uh, we'll call you back in whenever we're done. And it was like, 
yeah, I don't want to be in here for that. Yeah. So when you went back in, like, was she in a lot of pain? Um, She was six days old, so she was just kind of screaming at everything anyway. Yeah. So. Man, six days old. Yeah, it's very little. It's a very tiny child. Yeah. So. Especially to do a spinal tap spinal on. Tap. Holy moly. Yeah. Because I time. bet the shot's like the size of her spinal. Basically, right? My uh, uncle, since it's hereditary, um, his daughter had that happen to her too. And he told me that they actually had to come back the next day and do a second spinal tap because they didn't get a good enough like sample from the oh, spinal tap man. they did. So I'm like, hey, you know what? It can always be worse, can't it? Gosh. So it only lasted for 24 hours? Though? Yeah, 24 hours. They got her on like a, a bunch of meds. We were under observation for like, I feel like we went in, we were in the hospital, I feel like for four or five days. So they observed it, made sure the medicine they gave her worked. And then we gave her like anti-seizure medicine for like a full year and okay. had to do like um, EEGs on her skull or on her brain to make sure like she didn't have any abnormal brain waves. Yeah. So she and doesn't. Weaned, weaned her off the medicine or we, just yeah, we weaned her. Cold yeah. And what's fun is right whenever we weaned her. Um, so there's a thing, I forget what type of seizure it's called, but if your kid has a fever and then you give them a Tylenol and they drop down to not having a fever, kids can have a seizure from that sometimes. So the same that. month we weaned her off of her seizure medication, she had that type of seizure. Oh. So like she hadn't had a seizure for like a full year. She was good. And she was like really fussy. She was teething. So I gave her some time and she had a seizure. And I was like, oh my God, we made the wrong decision. We shouldn't oh. have started weaning her. Like this was a bad thing. Took her into the doctor. The doctor was like, no, everything, like she's fine, but that's scary. So yeah. yeah. It was all because of tylenol on the fever yep or like that 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 drop from having a fever to not uh, for whatever reason made her have a seizure the best part it was on april fool's day oh no. worst joke ever middle child did she did when you're when you texted heather did she think she was you were like joking? seriously and i was like yeah no i'm not joking can you come out <laughs> here right now have you ever been to the er any other times no i haven't luckily with three children yeah knock on wood knock on wood and I'll, dust I'll help i've you. avoided the er all but one time Man, that's got to be just super scary. I yes. can't even imagine. Because going through just what we did here and having to take her to just the doctor yeah. three times. Uh, it's funny is like, I feel like if my kid broke their arm or something like that, where there's a really clear, like your arm is broken, yeah. go to the doctor, get it set, you'll be fine. I feel like my anxiety level for that would be... Like, still high, but not, like, spiraling. Yeah, because you know. your kid has a fever, you don't know what's wrong with them. They're crying, they have fluid leaking out of their ears. You're like, I think this is an ear infection, but are you okay, child? Yeah. Yeah, with a broken arm, okay, you know she's going to live. Yeah. Just has to get it set and cast it or whatever. Yeah, and you watch the done. kid fall off the monkey bars, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a broken arm. All right, yeah. let's go. We're going to the emergency room. But, we're going right now. But, yeah, we had no idea, and we're like, we can't give you medicine yes other than the the children's tylenol yeah. but like there's really nothing yeah. except for humidifier putting her bed up uh yeah a making little her bit. sleep at an angle yeah. so hopefully she doesn't yep. have post nasal drip and then the shower and that was it yeah but no what was what was really fun um I, I don't even, I think it's called a Frida or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the Frida, yeah, yeah. where you suck the suck, mucus out of their nose. Sucking mucus out of your kid's nose. It's a new experience. Such a delight. Oh my Isn't gosh. It, it has the filter in it. Let's just be clear, yes, if you haven't heard this before, there's a filter in the thing, so the mucus doesn't go into your mouth. You did do that, correct? Yes. <laughs> but it's not even a real filter. It's no, like it's a not. sponge. It's a sponge at the bottom <laughs> of a... Uh, and I'm pretty like sure that's why me and Haley got, yeah. <laughs> got sick. Yeah, I'm a germaphobe. Right. So 
sucking kid uh, sucking mucus out of my kid's nose but it was my kid so just like it... just like wiping her butt and yeah. cleaning up her poop anybody else's i'd be like oh god no, no, no can't you. do that but with her i'm ha- i'm okay sure, i'll figure it out i'll do yeah. it i the list of things that you um become desensitized to as a parent i feel like would be a hilarious list yeah i'm like yeah like i never i never touched human poop before having a kid <laughs> like i never did that that wasn't a thing i was into now i'm just like oh kid pooped fine give me some wipes i'll maybe give me some do you have hand sanitizer nearby awesome yeah. i'll figure it out let's go <laughs> But like five years, like seven years ago, I'd have been like, no, that's disgusting. Get me away from it. Oh, me. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ada pooped in my hand one time. And <laughs> I was just like, that is gross. But surprisingly, I'm not throwing up right now. Did you Did you manage to not move your hand? I feel like if a kid poops in my hand, I've done it before where like a kid pees on me and I stuck my hand up like as a shield to stop it because I'm like, no, don't pee on yeah. me. Like, I'm like, oh, stop peeing. <laughs> and then like it sprays off my hand onto the wall and I'm like, this would have been better if I would have just gotten peed on. This would have been less to clean up. When Ada pooped in your hand, did you just sit there and go, this might as well happen? Or did you like shake? You did you go, oh God, and like no. start moving your hand? <laughs> I was actually pretty calm about it. So That's good. I was <laughs> taking her from the changing table into uh, the bathtub. Yeah, okay. And I was laying her down into her, into her, her little bathtub. And she just, I had my hand underneath her butt and, yeah, absolutely. and, and her neck. And she just pooped on my hand. And I was like, oh, she just pooped in my hand. I stayed calm, and I was like, all right, babe, I'm going to go so wash to, my hands now. I have to deal with this? Yes. <laughs> but then I came back and was fine. Yeah. All right, Justin, I think I hear a kid crying in the background. Should we wrap up this episode? Let's do it. We really hope you enjoyed that episode. Please make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nashville Dads. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.